I see the world as it is. Beyond the Rhines, you humans, your government, your whole political landscape is confusing and discombobulated. We know how to multiply. Know your farmers, your citizens, they can't stop us all, for all will now know peace. That's not food, bro. Like, that's MREs. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's disgusting. That's disgusting. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, can you just start that? <laughs> Damn it, Peter. Why can't you start any of these? I'm trying. It's been weeks. What was the last one you started? Wild Wild Weast. Yes. <laughs> no, no, you did not start Wild yeah, Wild Yeah, and Dave Wars. Did he started both of yes. those. Yes. Right, Wild Wild Weast was a good one. <laughs> 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 right, right, all right, let me just get this, right? Let me get it. Fuck. <laughs> Away from the planet where we had just secured the dankest cushioned universe, we marvel at each other at the treasure in front of us, and we realize we need our next destination. Where where to next? Uh, a year has passed since our crew has joined together, and we smoked the the greatest cushion in the universe, and so <clears throat> during our little flight through space. Anton, the android, has finally upgraded himself. So he's no longer looking like a broid, but you know, he has his own little personal style look. And Pita is busy examining the last nugget of the Kush and searching during the time that we had found the Kush and we were smoking it there was a small map on the blunt and the first and we were looking at it and what Anton does is he scans the map and he tells us that this is only a, uh, a portion of a, a, a fragment a, <laughs> of the dank kush stone the crack rock by the way So, Anton, the android, searches his database. He finds the the headman, or the leading universe scientist, on Dan Kush, and realizes that this person has, within the past six months, released their thesis on their interpreted location of where this mythical dank stone could be. So, And their location is on the famous planet Danconia. So, Bounty Deshaun <laughs> sets the, the coordinates of the spaceship to Danconia, and we enter into hyperspace. So we arrive at Danconia, and we arrive at the, the planet's largest port in its major city. And we, we land our, our ship, and we 
uh, speak to the android that is navigating the, the dock, and he points us towards uh, the University of Tanconia, where all these scholars of Kush study the subject uh, as the leading university in the universe. So we see it uh, up on a hill. You know, there, we can we have to pass through the city to get there, and the university is at the top of a mountain on the planet. So we decide to stop in the marketplace for supplies first, and then we're going to head up to the university. So at the marketplace, it's obviously pretty lively. You know, vast planet. You know, ships flying around up top. It's like a giant, massive city. And uh, I'm walking through, looking around for uh, the nearest weapons shop so I can refill all my ammunition while uh, Lieutenant Brain, there we go. Is that what his name yeah, was? Yeah, it was Lieutenant Brain. What the hell was Peter? Pita. Pita. But what was he? Just <laughs> like a scientist. Yeah, he's a scientist. So, Lieutenant Brain, he's on the, uh, he's certain, he's, uh, getting directions to lead up to the university while Pita is uh, fondling around with uh, the local food shops. Trying to get some food time. And then once we all had uh, filled up and stuff, I start looking around and something very suspicious is going on, but we won't know about that yet. So we make our way up to the university and you know, you got all these scholars and stuff walking around, you know, high tech people, a couple students. It's like an Ivy League type thing. And we uh, go to the classroom where the professor who knows about the, the map is at. So as, we, as I approach the professor concerning the map, she tells me that she knows no such information and that we should just leave. But what she doesn't realize is that I know her dark little secret. In the day, she's a professor, but at night, she's a vixen of the night. Okay. So, <laughs> so I blackmail her. <laughs> so what we didn't know when we landed on this planet and that there is a dark secret. So while the planet was famously known as Tanconia and for its university in Kush, as we have arrived for, all of that information at the university had suddenly been wiped or hidden because the Imperial DEA had arrived on the planet and seized control. So as a result, the university decided the only way to protect its information was to encrypt it in a hard drive and lock it away somewhere. And no and everyone in Danconia was ordered not to mention anything about Kush for fear of retribution from the Imperial DEA soldiers. So I take it upon myself and I go through my little uh, I use my little tech and I look for the location of this hard drive because I'm like, we already got this far even though it wasn't that far that much. And we gotta finish. We gotta, we gotta look for this next piece of the map. So I find a location for hard drive and it's being guarded by the headmaster of the university in his office. So we tried to devise a plan to remove the headmaster from his office 
long enough so that we can sneak out the orange But the problem is, is that his office and the university are actually on lockdown by these Imperial soldiers. Basically, the headmaster is kind of like being kept hostage in his own, like, uh, you know, room slash like office at the top of the university. He's not allowed to leave because being the head of the university, the DEA targeted him and they're now essentially keeping him in prison uh, to keep the rest of the university in line. So in order to get this hard drive, we need to rescue him so we need to pass these soldiers. As a way to draw majority of the soldiers from one part of the school to the other, Lieutenant Brain and I we cause a huge ruckus on the opposite side of the campus, utterly known as destroying the library. Get rid of all the scholarly books? <laughs> Shit, man. But only the books that were not as scholarly, though. Because we respect knowledge. <laughs> read, read kids. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> what what, what what are you doing about that, Lieutenant Brain? So we burn down his books, and as we burn down the books, we also throw some Kush, some Kush uh, we have in our pockets to, to give away the smell, mm. to alert more people. That's right, the, the Imperial DA agents will come to investigate. They will know that smoking is prohibited inside the facility. <laughs> it, on the whole Danconia, because yeah. they're here to eliminate the Kush. Yeah. Um, so, we throw in like a whole nugs, a bunch of nugs, and the, the smell starts going through the hallways and the guards start rushing to us. So we hide behind the doors, on the sides of the doors, and let them run in to extinguish the flames. And as they run in, um, we just push them into the fire and they burn, and then we just dip. Okay, so while they're, <laughs> while they're doing that, while they're doing that. <laughs> Bounty Deshaun and Antoine the Android have split up. So, Antoine the Android's database showed that on top of the university, there was actually a wind turbine. So he heads up to the wind turbine while Deshaun goes after the headmaster in his headquarters. So, Antoine the Android's making his way up to the rooftop, and he finds the, uh, the large turbine system, and he pulls out from his pocket is actually a small fragment left from the the dankest kush that was protecting the facility they got a year ago. And this was his last bit. So what he does is he crushes it up and he goes it up to the wind turbine and he spreads it into like the uh, filter and it starts blowing out the scent across the town. Yeah. Now the entire city below is covered in like a, a mist. A green haze. Yeah, a green haze mist. That is spreading up among them. So, uh, recognizing this, the Imperial soldiers down in the courtyard where Lieutenant Brain and Pita were rush out of the gates to see what's going on to, to investigate. And that allows enough distraction for Bounty Deshaun to make it all the way up to the Headmaster's door and kick it in. So he finds. So I enter, and at first I thought the place was empty. So then I used my scanners to look around for any heat signatures. And then I found the headmaster. He is, he's been pretty much, he's been trapped inside his office the entire time. And I tend to him, see what's going on. 
and he uh, he looks at me and he, he he's pretty much about to die because he's been it, it's been rough. They they've been torturing him because you know it's the evil Senate. You know they uh, they got to make sure that order is uh, is being done. But you know the headmaster has been doing some things behind his their back. Did they feed him? Barely. <laughs> Eat my little vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at him and I ask him, where's the hard drive? And he points across the room and I look and I search through the books and stuff while suddenly with his dying last breath, he's basically saying, beware. <laughs> They have returned. And I'm looking at it and I say, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Where is the hard drive? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, he's like, oh, on the left, on the top bookshelf, but, but they've returned. <laughs> and, uh, and so, Sean was like, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so he reaches for the hard drive. And then I hear footsteps coming. And I was like, oh, snap. So, luckily, in my, uh, in my suit, I have the, I have a, a, um, like this tech that basically renders me invisible. So, I had, so I decided to turn myself invisible and hide in the corner as a couple broids come in and they head over to the headmaster. You know what's going on? And... They, uh, they pick them up. They pick them up, and they hold them there in place. And they say, "Wait until he uh, until he arrives." And then I'm wondering who he is as I look up at the hard drive above, and I go to reach for the hard drive as none other than Mr. X returns. <laughs> and I'm like, "Shit." <laughs> Not this guy again. <laughs> Wait, who was Mr. X again? Was he wearing like a... He, he, was, he, was, he was the... He was basically the Sith Lord. Okay. You know, he had the... He had his, oh! He had cloak and a mask yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We beat okay. the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he returns, and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I can never get anything right. <laughs> but he's part cyborg now. <laughs> After, yeah, he, he cybernetically enhanced himself yeah, since his after, last... After his defeat. He has, and, uh, he has one person. robotic finger. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he holds up his finger and he says, Look what you have done. <laughs> and then the headmaster's like, I have no idea what you speak of. And then... What the what Mr. X does is he uses his metal and then pierces it right into the headmaster's chest slowly as he's like ah and I'm like oh damn I feel bad I want to save him but the hard drive is right there in reach so I grab the book and I pull out the hard drive but I was an idiot because the p uh the the broids below notice they notice everything because okay. they see a book float. <laughs> <laughs> so at that moment, Anton reaches the headmaster's cloak and using his robot upgrades that he's received since the last adventure, he extends his arm into like a super grappling. 
up and uh, and yells, grab on! So you show him down here, grabs on the thing, and he just manages to grab the hard drive, and Anton retracts his arm, and then he releases, like, uh, out of his left arm, shoots out three smoke pellets that fill up the room and distract the broids and Mr. X. And then they did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they did fast. <laughs> very, very fast. Down down towards the, the front doors of the university where Pita and Lieutenant Brain are waiting with the uh, a speeder that they stole from the But Antonio and Julie doesn't realize that Lieutenant Brain and I we're hiding for ass right now because we got caught in our own smoke crossfire. So we only know how we got these rides to begin with. <laughs> we thought it was just a bitch. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> an android says, hey, move over, you're not driving under the influence. <laughs> we're not driving, we're just on the fancy no, bench. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Anton takes the wheel and the whole town is kind of, is enveloped in the haze from the wind turbine. So, they're all too distracted and there's too much there's too much motion going on. So no one notices their, their speeder escape from the university and we make our way to back towards our station where we can decrypt the information in the hard so, so once we get back to the station, I grab the floppy disk and I put it into the, the console of the, of the crab. And we find out that it's a bunch of declassified Declassify the secret government info detailing about a secret source of stank kush that's unknown to the universe at this point, but it was under some government facility experiment. It's being harnessed by the, the Senate. It was top secret to the point where any mention of it is non-existent other than what's on the floppy disk. And Pita, being using his scientific background and his master's degree, even though it's very high, interprets the data and says, guys, I think this is a part of what we're looking for. The the Kush stone. The the source of all fragments of legendary Kush. This is what we've been after all this time. And it says here the location is Planet X in Sector 420. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we were like, well, Tanner Brain, that, that's, that's very, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, because really, I'm, I'm just there trying to get all the, sh the, the ship's, the ship's engines ready for hyperspace when suddenly we get blasted from behind and we turn around and it's a fleet of Senate ships. The shape of fingers. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is the F fighters. Fin fighters, there we go. Fin fighters being led by Mr. X and his own personal shit. So as we as we hover, as we as we get ready for blast off, we hover into orbit and start flying at low altitudes to get ready for like, the jump to light speed en route to sector X. 420 planet. Um, we keep getting shot at, and we keep getting like laser beamed at. So there's only so much. Who's flying? Me. There's only so much. Uh, there's only so much bounty Deshaun can do in terms of maneuver. So bounty D. Bounty D. Shit. 
keep there's only there's sure. only so much maneuvering Bounty D can do Bounty with the Hunter. ship. Just show me so, the BHD. <laughs> there we go. That's mine. So as we as we narrowly miss all of the shots that the the that our enemies are shooting at us, we need to figure out a way how to how to how, how to fly at a low altitude long enough to jump to light speed. So Peter's quick thinking. There's an extra reserve of weed in the in the ship. About maybe three three pounds three pounds of weed. Three, yeah, we're going through all our weed, unfortunately. But it, but it was the only way we can survive that. So it was a sacrifice that we had to make. So Peter's quick thinking throws the weed into the exhaust engine. And as we fly at a low altitude, the weed burns in the engine and then escapes from the pipe. And as the smoke trails behind to our enemies, it slowly cuts their engine off and fogs it and slows down their planes, giving us enough time to... <laughs> Alright, eat it out in space. <laughs> and I'm crying in the corner for all the brothers. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, I was uh, while flying off, uh, we mentioned, I mentioned about how Mr. X has arrived again. And we're like, oh, damn. <laughs> right, that was, that was hard to kill my son. <laughs> and now he's back. <laughs> so we punch in the hyperspace coordinates, and we blast off, and we immediately arrive in Sector 420 at Planet X. Now, so this planet is actually completely uncivilized. So it's entirely, at least from the outside perspective of the landing, entirely a forest planet. So there's there's just like dense trees, like brush forest everywhere. So there's nowhere really to land. So we decide to fly in low and look for uh, a clearing where we can land the ship. And we find an island. Now, unsuspectingly, what uh, the four of us don't know is that we were tracked through our hyperspace jump. And that Mr. X and his Imperial DA agents are on route. Are en route yet. So while we're flying low, we uh, come across like a waterfall, which leads into like a little clearing. So we set down the spaceship, and uh, Anton the Android pulls out the cosmetic compass, which points him into the direction of the nearest, strongest source. through the forest and it brings back memories to when the, uh, the trio had walked through the forest and Peta decided to taste the dirt for some reason. <laughs> and we're traversing through the... Yeah, that did. <laughs> and we traversed through the forest reminiscing that, that time and then we're tracking uh, on the compass. Same time the androids fuzzy on the details because he... <laughs> took a lot of damage in the first mission. <laughs> <laughs> so we're traversing through the forest and we're looking at the compass and then we end up at this temple. It's like a, it's, well it's not really like a temple, it's like a little hut. So it's like a, it's a temple. Yeah, so it's like built hut. into a massive tree yeah. and like the base of the tree is like kind of carved out to form like a little hut. Yeah. Shelter thing. Yeah, nice little and hut door. Yeah. So we walk up to it and 
we're like, whoa, what is this? Because the, the, the coordinates land is here and steps out of the tree is a s- small uh, a, a figure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and in the trees, watching us are the native species to this planet. And uh, they're like a more primitive species that use like handmade tools and whatnot. And I got their it. spiritual leader it, is this woman that comes out of the center of the So the woman's name is Weed Walk, and the species is the nun. And anyway, their spiritual leader is uh, the one that comes out of the temple. And you know, the four of us arriving, you know, we're all kind of like, you know, we're a mismatched bunch, and, you know, we're all, like, a little, you know, kind of dirty, and, like, and scuffed up, and, like, shot at from our journey, so we look like a mess, but for some reason, this woman, uh, like, seems like she deserves a lot of respect, and we feel like we've entered a new spiritual territory, so we all kneel down. And we're not sure that this woman speaks her native language. So Anton the Android pulls out the cosmetic compass while PETA pulls out the map that they've been looking for. And Bounty Hunter Deshaun uses the projection of the data showing the stone. So with this combined information presented to her, she looks upon us and understands what we see. And then she actually speaks because we have universal translators. Because <laughs> we were complete idiots. And she says, Ah, so you seek what has been lost for so long. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. At that moment, we hear a, a screech coming from the bushes. No, from the skies. And descending upon us is a, a small squadron of DEA fighters in, 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 their, in their ships. Pew, 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 pew. And then they, <laughs> they light up the forest with laser beams. And, and as the, the beams strike down, the trees you know, are, are caught on fire and, and there's mass chaos as the, the Nug species are, are fleeing in all directions because they've, they've never encountered like, conflict with such advanced... They don't believe advanced, in violence. Yeah. They've never encountered conflict with such, like, advanced technology before because they've lived a peaceful life here on their, their 420-sector planet. So, realizing what we've done, that this, that uh, Mr. X and his, his troops have actually followed us here, that we've brought war upon these people, all because of the conflict of the church, we decide that it's up to us to protect them. So we have Pita guard the nose as me, Anton, Anton the android, and Lieutenant Crane go and fend off the DEA attack. And so we, uh, I prop in, prop in my ship, and I have Anton, the one to fly it, as me and Lieutenant Crane are the ones that go on the ground. Basically, Anton destroys a couple of the DA ships before being chased around by a whole bunch of other fleets. While me and Lieutenant Brain were 
setting up traps in the forest and we take them by surprise. But what we didn't know was Mr. X was amongst one of them and he pulls out his little saber and uh yeah, surrender. <laughs> Anton rushes him towards him in order to give the others enough time to evacuate the nugs and to secure the location of the stone before it can fall to the hands of the Imperial agents. So Anton uses his advanced robotic synthetic arm and turns it into like an energy blade and he attacks Mr. X. Uh, unfortunately, was when he got his new body, built uh, by scientist PETA, PETA forgot to put in fighting code, so Anton doesn't really know how to fight, so... PETA knows how to fight. Yeah, so he, he goes to attack Thresher X and it just does not work. He just absolutely works and like, cuts off his arm. And cuts like, off his arm and then he uses his metal finger, pushes through his chest. Yeah. <laughs> And then takes out his spine <laughs> from the front and he uses goes, it as a puppet. <laughs> anyway, so and he throws he throws me over against a large tree and says, "You are of no consequence to me." <laughs> so Anton is like, you know, he's a robot. So like he's his like consciousness is still alive. But he ain't got a body, and now he's just kind of twitching. He can't really do anything. <laughs> so I go and retrieve him. And then, just in case, I, uh, up, I uh, save his memory banks. And then his body completely fails, so it's a good thing he did that. <laughs> <laughs> so he, so B, BHD's got the... the mm-hmm. So know. I have Anton's memory now. Yes, and then I look back and I notice Lieutenant Brain is in front of Mr. X. And he shot my arrow. But luckily, the important characteristic about the Lieutenant Brain was his unstoppable brain power. So, PhD preserved the head and the body goes. Yeah, well, he looks at the brain and he realizes that his technology will allow him to harness his, his memory bank. But the problem is, is because he just uploaded... Anton the Android's memory files onto his hard drive, he only has enough gigabytes left to, for one of them, so he has to make a decision. Save Lieutenant Brain, or save his lifelong friend, Anton the Android, who's only ever just a brain. Shit. And then Mr. X is like, choose, because you don't have much time. And then I'm like, oh. And then I decide to pick because obviously Lieutenant's brain's brain doesn't have that long to live, and during my decision, time is running short. So I pay my respects, and then basically Lieutenant Brain dies. But PETA shows up just at the right moment, having evacuated the nuts, and is like, I got an hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but then Mr. X destroys that hard drive, so there's no way of bringing him back. But here's something that is very plot twisty. So that was Peter's hentai hard drive. Ooh, <laughs> 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 he pulls out another one. He was, and then Mr. He was X willing <laughs> to delete this whole hentai hard drive to save his best friend. 
thank God, completely destroyed. And then, and then we're we're grieving over the loss of our comrade when we turn over and Mr. X takes off his mask and it's it's Lieutenant Brain's twin brother. Lieutenant Brain. <laughs> 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 and we're like, oh shit. <laughs> to be continued.